I guess what? What? We went to a con. What? I know. It's so weird. It's, it is still weird to think about the fact that we physically went to a convention. I know. I'm Ash. And I'm Elle. And we are Lovey Cosplay. And this is Shit Cosplayers Say, and we just got back yesterday from Anime Fusion. Anime Fusion! So for those of you that don't know, Anime Fusion is a convention held in Plymouth, Minnesota, and Plymouth, Minnesota is just outside of Minneapolis. Our friends Wigwig Cosplay run the cosplay department, so we went to hang out with Sky Pirate and help judge performance, and we did some programming, including our live show. So if you are joining us for the first time after Anime Fusion, welcome to the podcast. Yes, welcome. New friends. I think we have quite a few new friends after our shenanigans. I love, love, love new friends. So, yeah. Con was weird. It was. It was really strange to be at a con. Yeah. Like, like VCon wasn't weird, but being at a con was weird. <laughs> it's so strange because it was something that we averaged out to doing, like, almost every two months. And then we went a year and a half with not doing the thing. I know. And then, of course, in our standard fashion, we went, like, full head-on into the thing with three panels and a photo shoot and judging a contest all while driving six hours. <laughs> in the rain. In the rain. Well, that was on the way back. Yes. We had fine weather on the way up. We had terrible weather on the way I'm back. I'm so tired. Yes. I'm <laughs> so happy in my old age that because I work four tens, I now have Mondays off, which means I have a guaranteed built-in day to recover from conventions because I am exhausted <laughs> you suck <laughs> i do not have mondays off well i still have to work 10 hour days plus a 45 minute commute each way so you know <laughs> yes but, but you get more sleep <laughs> i do get to have more sleep and i did get to take a nap today so <gasps> i know i'm so jealous i know i'm so jealous i know it's nice in my old age having a day of recovery <laughs> yes <laughs> because between the like I'm so overstimulated socially, uh -huh. plus just my body due to the EDS is so horribly fatigued after cons that it's really nice that I've been fortunate enough to have a schedule that allows me to have Mondays off so I can like recover and then be able to efficiently do my job. Right. <laughs> because when I'm really, really tired, treating children does not work very well. Yes. Like I can't. You know, when I used to work in office position, it was much easier to, like, get by. When I was tired, it does not work when you treat children and work with families, so. Well, you know. It's a benefit to me, but I have remembered why we typically do not drive six hours and then two hours later try to do a photo shoot. Yeah. But golden hour. Yeah, I know. So our first... Um, lovely thing that we did was we got to shoot with just another Neko photography. Um, they're also known as uh, Sugar Song Neko on um, Instagram. That's their cosplay account. Um, but we got to shoot with Lee and they were amazing. And the photos are fabulous. I've already seen um, the back of the camera shots. And I'm sure by the time this comes out, I'll have a couple of them. They sent me one today. So... 
Um, we did shoot during golden hour. The leaves are changing in Minnesota, so the foliage was beautiful for shooting Ning Wong. However, you could 100% tell how tired I was because I have astigmatism. And you can see it acting up in like half of the photos. Oh, no. Or like you could just tell. And I felt so bad because Lee's like, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't even know. I'm so tired. <laughs> like, just tell tell me what to do because I I can't think right now. I am exhausted. You need an adult to your adult. <laughs> I did need an adult to your adult because it took forever to just get her on. And then by the time we got down there, I'm just like, I'm so tired. And then my shoes were too big. So it was hard to walk. Yeah. I 100% was of the thought process by the time we got finished getting dressed that I'm glad we were both not wearing Genshin costumes because there would be no way for us to deal with two super prissy costumes at the same time. No. so we're On that day. We're going to have to plan better <laughs> if we decide to do Genshin for C2E2 because they are so fussy. Fussy. There's just so many pieces and her wig is so long. Yep. They're just, <laughs> they are extraordinarily fussy costumes. And every time I look at her, I'm so glad I didn't make her because she would have cost me like four times the price and I probably would have thrown it against the wall multiple times. Well, you know. But we survived our photo shoot and we got to see um, our friend Matt's panel about shipping characters which was hysterical highly recommend can we ship it yes we can so yes there was a shipping panel where two people from the audience would pull a character out of a bag and then they would have to argue for or against the ship it was and like it debate was, club <laughs> yes it was pretty hysterical and um adorable um yeah what was your what was your favorite one that showed up? Probably Sonic and Mario. Can you ship it? <laughs> I don't know that I can ship it. I think we ship them as like best friends forever. At oh, the end of it. Could be. I think that's what happened yeah. at the end of that one. Could be. What about you? <laughs> I don't know. I think I was the most entertained by the the Loki Loki and Kronk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but nobody deserves Kronk, so like that's right? the problem. <laughs> Yep. That's that's my that's my thing. Is nobody deserves his sweet beanness. That's true. Yep. But alas. But alas. Yeah, that was a that was an entertaining good time. It was and a good a, time. A nice a nice way to close out the night. And then we crammed like an entire con's worth of stuff into one day. Shh, this is fine. Was not a great plan. But it was. I mean, it was fine. It was, it was all good. But I mean, so obviously we ran in from programming and we went to some panels and judged the contests. Like, and you did a photo shoot. But how was your weekend like overall? Like, any big takeaways for you? I don't know. I figured we'd do that at the end. Oh, fine. Okay, <laughs> next. Just talking about feelings over here. Right. Um, but yeah, so we, we started Saturday off with our Regina George panel. Um, so for those of you that remember from last season, we did an episode on bullying and difficult people. We turned that into a panel and ran that first. 
And we got some positive responses from the few that joined us in the morning because, of course, it's Saturday morning of con. <laughs> yeah, it was Saturday morning at like 11 a.m. So, of course, it wasn't like massively attended because everybody's just waking up and putting their costumes on and, you know, getting ready to go. But the people that did stick around for the majority of it were like, I really appreciate that you did this and there needs to be more of this. So that was nice to hear. So hopefully we'll get to do it at another con in the future. We went to Dr. Cosplay's uh, panel on the um, on basically on play therapy um, and the importance of play in people's lives, which is very interesting. Um, so Katie and her friend Josh are both um, therapists, and so they were able to kind of go through it in a very um, researched and scientific way how play impacts daily life and overall mental health and well-being which i thought was fascinating yeah that was really fun Um, because as an occupational therapist like the thing we focus on the most are the occupations in which you do throughout your day that are important to you that help bring you overall mental health and well-being I also really enjoyed at the end when you and the mental health professionals and the the PT were all like geeking out over therapy together. Yes. Um. So Doc Cosplay, Katie and I were geeking out like ridiculously afterward um, because, of course, you never recognize someone out of cosplay. So like we've run into Katie before at um, multiple different masquerades and things of that nature. And so as soon as I said, well, I'm the occupational therapist, that's when she knew who she was talking to. And then we started geeking out over the importance of play in adulthood and how it's often put to the side and seen as something that's meant for children, when in reality, that sense of play is important throughout your entire lifespan. I'm not going to say more because um, Katie and I just said we want to do an entire episode on this for season three. So we're going to hold that. Um, But yes, you got to see therapists geek out. And then randomly, one of the other, um, let me, I have her, Satorial Jiu-Jitsu cosplay was in the room with us as well. And she went, wait, you're an OT? I'm a PT. And so then we did Therapist Unite Circle (laughs) because we were all these geeky therapists in the corner um, at this convention. (laughs) And then we kind of talked about possibly doing an ergonomics panel for um, safety and crafting, which I think would be really interesting. Or a podcast episode. Or a podcast I'm, episode on I'm that, just which saying. that also might happen. Um, because I've been meaning to do an ergonomics video of my crafting room when it's actually set up properly to like physically show some of the things that I do, both um, for like my physical safety, but also for keeping my ADHD on track. Because I have a lot of adaptations in my room to help with that as well. Because my room is set up in circuits. So I can so I can switch activities because I'll start to get bored or I'll start to make mistakes because I'm not paying attention anymore. But but do you have lists of lists? No. I don't recommend lists of lists. No. <laughs> no. Like you need to have separate lists for different parts of your project, but not like no, we're not doing it. One list to rule them all. No, one list to rule them all because <laughs> it becomes unmanageable. <laughs> it's just like, this is the list that doesn't no. end because it goes on and on. No. My friend, some people started no. writing it not knowing what it was. 
No. No. Okay. Speaking no, that of was a good time though. I know. Speaking of well, we did the plot thickens, which is our performance panel, which opened with a nightmare before Christmas sing along accidentally. It was kind of on accident. We were there with Abby the Small Fry, and we're just, like, chilling. Um, We got there a couple minutes early and got set up, and we're like, well, we're going to wait for some people to come in. So we started just playing music on my phone and then, like, singing and dancing to it behind the table, like, as much as you can in those, like, small spaces. And we were, like, accidentally doing, like, choreographed movements. (laughs) It was funny. This is what happens when you give three actors microphones and an audience. I know it was great. <laughs> so we So we had a lot of fun with that. We did. We covered a lot of basics of performance. We had a pretty good response for the panel as well. It was a little unfortunate that I ran into call for the masquerade, so um some people had to bounce a little early, but that's okay. That's okay. We kept time for them and it was right next door to the green room, so it worked out. Yeah, we got all their questions and stuff answered first so that they would be able to head out to the green room. Yeah, then we judged the masquerade. Yes, we did. So it was us and Abby the Small Fry for performance, and Hardly Plastic and Goff Cosplay did craftsmanship. And we had a fun time at the judging table together, um, dancing and swaying. <laughs> yes, I will have to say first and foremost, a extended thank you to Sky Pirate for running one hell of a masquerade. Because that was probably the smoothest process I've ever been involved with. But we always know when Sky Pirate's in charge that it's going to be smooth and well done. Sky Pirate is always a great host for anything con related. So, yes. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you. What are you you doing back there, executive producer? Um, He is doing quality control on the window. So we record with video, and I can just see all these blinds moving behind Ash right now. And I'm like, executive producer, what are you doing? (laughs) Sir. He likes to pull the panels of the blinds off. Um, Let's not. That sounds like a poor choice. He doth protest. I have distracted him with food. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um... Absolutely amazing masquerade. It was one of those masquerades that was like small but mighty. I could I could go behind the assessment, yeah. Because there weren't like a hundred entries or anything. It's a pandemic and it's a smaller convention, you know, but everyone who did enter was quality. And you could tell yeah. that they were really excited to be there and they wanted to be there and they did their homework. So that they could do their best on stage. And we were just super thrilled with, like, all of them. I know. And I I like that they're one of those cons that allow you to use custom audio for your walk-ons. Yes. So we had some walk-ons that were, like, even, like, extra special on the performance side. So, yeah. All good things. I got the audience to clap with me <laughs> for if you're happy and you know it. That's right. We did. So we got to see quite a few things. We don't have everybody's info, unfortunately. I have most of them. Um, But we were really excited for someone to throw it way back and do Vash the Stampede, which made us really happy. And peace. Love and peace. (laughs) Love and peace. 
We, yeah, our judges award ended up going to a fancy walk on. Yes, it was, she was really cute. Aerith. She was so cute. Um, it was an Aerith from Final Fantasy VII, and she did the scene where Cloud meets Aerith, and it like as her walk on, and it was adorable. Kooky cosplay was Aerith, and what she did was she took the audio where um, she's Aerith giving Cloud the flower. And mm-hmm. she used that for, like, her three points for her walk-on. And it was really adorable. <laughs> it was precious. And she was, like, in character the entire time. Although other people told us later that's just how she is. So apparently she just embodies. She just is Aerith. So, you know, <laughs> that works of fine. <laughs> um, we got to see lots of people that we know, which is also great. And we got yeah. to see lots of people we know do really hard things. Um, that's always really fun. We were extremely pleased with Rose. So Hoshi Rose Thorn cosplay. Um, we've seen her multiple times in masquerades, and she actually did like a really heartfelt Nausicaa dramatic performance. And we were just so proud. And it was so lovely. And her costume was lovely, obviously, as well. We got to see Dew Feathers again, who does a lot of belly dancing performances. And she did a Dragonair, and it was just really fun to watch. Um, and to be able to, like, see how she matched up her moves with the, like, Pokemon music that she used. Because she used one of the um, one of the town's theme songs. Um, probably whichever one Misty has her gym in would be my guess. And it was really nice to see her in person because... Um, all her videos pop up frequently on our social media, so it's kind of nice to see her perform in person. We also got to see BB Design during this contest. We hadn't seen her for a while either. Mother of Dragons. Mother of Dragons, but not the one you think. I mean, it's the one I think. Right, it's but... the one I think of too. <laughs> she did Volca from How to Train Your Dragon. Yes. And please. And she scared the MC backstage. Yeah. Well, she does the little like skulking like creeping thing that Volca does on top of Cloud Dancer and it, it was good. Yes. I enjoyed it. Good. Congrats on Best Masters BB. Yes. Actually everybody we've talked about so far has won something. Yes because um, Rose Do had got Abby the Small Fries Judge's Choice Award. That was and Rose then, right? Yep. And then Do Feathers got Best Performance. We don't have the info for our best novice, but that was Vash, the stampede from Dragon. Your PT friends ended up getting best in show for Tsunade. Yes. So there's a story behind that, too. Guy Pirate told me later, but Satoru Jujutsu cosplay did Tsunade. And what I came to find out later, and we didn't know this before the competition, that her husband had been there earlier as uh, Jiraiya. And had gotten judged with them. And then he, like, got called into work. And so she had taken the time to write two separate skits in the event that this occurred. Yeah, because of his profession, it's not, like, they knew there was a possibility he might get called into work. Well, and then it was just, like, you know, extra funny because they joked about it a little bit in the intro. But if you didn't have the backstory, you didn't quite get all of it. (laughs) Yeah, because I wasn't quite sure about what the the intro was talking about at first um but basically she 
performed no no words just to music performed um Jiraiya's funeral and I don't know Naruto very well but um I was about ready to cry by the end of it there were totally people crying in the audience <laughs> she just did such a beautiful job at setting this scene and it was just her and a basket full of items and she very meticulously and obviously very planned removed and placed each of these items in such a specific way that you could just feel the emotion that she was trying to convey. It was just stunning. And you see drama so rarely. On top of it, drama by yourself. Like, kudos to you, best in show. I'm also pretty sure that the the photo of Jiraiya she brought out was of her husband in cosplay. I believe it was, yes. I do think that it was. Like, she planned. Like, she was ready for, like, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Like, 100% yeah, ready for that possibility. We, we also had the great blessing of Prince Welcome Matt being our MC, who we always enjoy seeing Matt. Um, yeah. Matt doesn't wonderful job as an MC. He's very supportive of the performers. He takes his time to make sure that they have everything they need. He comes up with very hysterical puns and dad jokes and we love him for it. Um, yes. But he's just a joy to have involved with the show so we were very happy to see him again because it's been a while. But we ended our show with all the good happy feels. Um I think one of my favorite parts of the masquerade was at the end of the masquerade, all of us were, all the judges were standing in the hallway that goes from the stage to the green room. And as each contestant who won came off the stage, we did like a clapping line for them. Yes. And just, they were just beaming. It was good. It was very cute. Um, And my other favorite thing, and it's what, it kind of tugged on my heart a little bit, made me miss competitions. When we went back in the green room, just watching all the contestants like running to each other and like being like, oh, I need your social media so we can stay in touch. And oh my gosh, you did such a good job. And oh, this was so wonderful. And I'm like, oh, I all the warm that and fuzzies. a little bit. I know, right? <laughs> I miss that a bit. We haven't had that in a very long time. Um, Yeah. <laughs> October of 2019. It's it's been a bit. It's and been a yeah, bit. I miss I miss being in green rooms. But it was just so adorable to see all this positive energy afterward. It was um, great. Also, shout out to um the cosplayer that got on stage is Deluke, and I had to like not crack up hysterically because they were perfect like facial expression for Deluke because he's always really grouchy. RBF. RBF. Like, he hates <laughs> everything. And it just made me so happy just to see a Deluke, first of all, because Genshin. But then just those facial expressions. It's blue soda pop is was Deluke. Um, adorable. So was, adorable. But they was, would just like, they would walk to the good. front of the stage and just like deadpan stare at you. And then cross their arms and walk to the next part and just be like, I hate this so (laughs) much. I hate everything because I'm DeLuke. And and I just loved it so much. (laughs) 
It made me really happy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, now that we've gushed about almost everybody, so there was a super awesome uh, Pira from Ruby. Oh, she did a great that job. Got best journeyman. And uh, Duluth got a judge's choice. Yes. Rapunzel got oh, a she, judge's choice. She was cute. For her corsetry, of course, because Hardly Plastic is our resident corset queen I mean, that was on the judging panel. So um, Rapunzel is Blue Sea Cos. Okay. Um, she also, and Pura is um, a feudal cosplay. And then um, Lux got the Rising Star yes, award. Yes, and that is Neko Yasha cosplay. That and costume was cool. The space it was Lux. So it was so cute. That, that was fabric so shiny. was so cool. Shiny, shiny. It was like this holographic like vinyl. It was like, or like PVC type fabric. It was just, it was so cool looking. I mean, like, her wig and everything else I was mean, really she good, looked too, fantastic. but, like, she looked fantastic. I was shocked and... to find out later she was, like, new. I know, like, I think this was her very first contest. Because it was so nicely done, and then her walk-on was great, because, again, it was, like, audio from the game, and she used that for her three points, and it was just very nicely done. Mm, um, chef's kiss. And we will put all of these people's instagram tags in the description so you can find them so hopefully we'll find the rest of them between now the and only the episode one i airs. think we're missing is trigun well we'll have to work on that yes i think we've mentioned everybody else i think it's just trigun that we're missing so i'll also, see if i can bonus points track bash for down. bash for having donuts on their mask i know that made me really happy <laughs> um that made me really happy yeah, but everybody did a really great job, and it was it was a really great contest overall. The audience was great, the MC was great, the runners were great, the hands were great, the judges were great. Very enjoyable all around. <laughs> the contestants were all awesome, so. So then we got to all go stuff our faces with food. But wait, first there's the warm and fuzzy story. Oh. So we found out later that somebody, okay, so somebody quote unquote stole the projector from the cosplay panel room. Oh, that's right. But what happened is they were streaming and the the executive producer is stealing my microphone. Hang on. (laughs) So what they were doing was they they were streaming the contest live on their Twitch, but the room filled so there were people that wanted to get into the audience of the masquerade, but they could not. So somebody took their laptop and a set of speakers, and then they borrowed the projector from the cosplay panel room, which was just down the hallway. And there's like this little like sitting lobby-esque area outside of main programming, and they just projected it like, I think on like a sheet or something, or they, a tablecloth. They used the tablecloth from the table from the projector. Yes. So they took the tablecloth and like put it up and then had it so uh, there was like a secondary viewing area for everybody that couldn't get in. And it was just a bunch of random con goers that like asked permission to do it. And it was really cool. So apparently they're just going to need to plan overflow in the cosplay room next year for um the main programming room to fill up. I mean, yeah. But yes, then we stuffed our faces with food so we could get ready for the live show live show and surprisingly we did not take a nap we did not take a nap but that's also because we didn't have a hotel room for this con um that's true 
Why is the executive producer trying to eat my headphones? Because he wants to. No, you cannot eat my headphones. You cannot have them. This is why I gave you real food. You cannot eat headphones. Apparently he thinks that we can. No. Um. Yeah, so live show. Uh, First live show since C2E2 2020. Ugh. Ugh, that so was so long, long ago. ago. We had an amazing audience, Oh my god, though. they were fabulous. It was so much fun. Um, everything turned into a sing-along to Baby Shark. And, and <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, because we had a lot yes. of sing-alongs to Nightmare Before Christmas. But yes, um, some of the highlights from this show include... Um, Toxic fumes do 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 do. Toxic fumes do 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 do. Toxic fumes do 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 do. Toxic fumes. Cause um we can't tell you why because you need to come see the show. Yes, but that may have been a dare we had to do. There was there was a lot of that that went around. Um, we got to debut Mini Phil. Oh my god, that was so much fun! And we made adults play the game, and it was amazing. It was, it was, they got super into it too. They it did. was super serious, super serious um, business. Because when you come to the live show, if you participate in one of the audience dares, you get like a gift bag afterward for participating. Um, Prizes. But these two were <laughs> really serious about this children's game called Fill the Fridge. Yeah. It's for like four year olds. Yes. It was hysterical. <laughs> and we're definitely doing that again because it was Absolutely. Great. It was so good. 1000%. It was so good. It was, it was so, so good. good. It was so good. Yep. It was amazing. No, this this audience took a lot of things and rolled with them, which was wonderful. It was it was a good time. Um, it was a good time. We definitely were rolling in laughter at frequent times. Um, um bro- brooding Taylor Lautner, that was part of um, it. Brooding Taylor Lautner, yes. <laughs> um we'll we'll put that in the uh Instagram post, but we added a special category for Anime Fusion because it's around Halloween, so we did um like horribly named Halloween costumes. Yes. And one of them is Woodland Warrior and it's Link and I swear to god the model looks like Taylor Lautner. From yeah, like- we might have we might have shown that photo last year during our Halloween Twitch. We did. I don't remember. But it was it was good. It was yes. so good. Um everyone got a kick out of the terrible Halloween costumes. That yeah, that we was used. our very first category that we closed out. Well, cuz you just got to know. And now I'm all for this like making a special category. Oh for, yeah. For like certain shows because Next time we do a show that happens to have an older audience, I think we're going to have to do a throwback. Um, Because this audience was actually older than I had expected. They caught a lot of old references. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want a whole category that's just really old, like early 2000s con-like references. Please. Yes. I, I approve. I feel like we could come up with a special category going forward for live shows. I think so. Just for that show. It's doable. Just a couple of them that we've talked about doing, I can already think of like, oh yeah, if we happen to go to this con and do this show, we could do this. So yes, I'm sure we can come up with like something themed for the area or the age group that the convention typically like. Or the time of year. Or the time of year or what have you. Amazing feedback about the show. So thank you so much for all the lovely and wonderful comments from all of you in Minnesota. Yes. We always appreciate those messages, and we read every one of them. Um, Many of you have asked how you can submit 
for material for the live show or for the listeners' episodes, and your options are, as they always have been, um, you can send us an email at podcastscs at gmail.com, or you can DM us at Lavi Cosplay on Instagram or Facebook, or you can DM us at podcastscs on Instagram. We will take them any way they are submitted. We are always taking new content for listeners' episodes and for the live show. All good things. Yeah. No, we had a really good time. We came up with some fun programming ideas that I think we're going to try. We hashed one of them out pretty well on the way back, as we do. So hopefully we can get that around for maybe like next summer. Yeah, we create everything in the car on the way back from con. Yeah, we write skits in the car, we write panels in the car, we plan episodes in the car, we pick competitions in the car. Yeah, we, we basically, like, planned out a future competition piece, planned out things for ICL, planned out a new entertainment panel, uh, but we had six hours of nothing but driving, so. So much driving. It's a good time to um, hash all those things out. Yeah, it was it was good. When, especially when you're still, like, riding that, like, post-con high. Oh, yeah, because the post-con high was was way up. I mean, I legit crashed once we got back from the live show being over. Like, yeah. I had hit my social quota, and I was done. Yeah, I went to bed, like, shortly after we got back and went to bed. And then, I mean, the rest of us followed shortly thereafter. I think it was within an hour after that that yeah. the rest of us finally gave up. <laughs> I think that's going to be... A hard thing for me to get back into is I'm going to hit that a lot faster between the, like, sensory overstimulation of con environments plus just all of the socializing that I'm not used to doing is going to burn me out a little bit quicker than it used to. So I'm glad that we have a room on site for C2 so we can kind of plan things out to get breaks. That's definitely a perk. Um... I mean, shout out to our friend Renee who was kind enough to let all of the judges and cosplay guests crash in their room periodically for changing and eating. That was very kind 1, of them. One thousand percent, you are our hero. Yes, she was the hero of the weekend by far, and she gave us flourless chocolate cake. Yes, she did. It was delicious. <laughs> so, I like, I'm just saying. It was so funny because she brought that cake out, and like instantly, I was like, "Oh no, I can't eat that." Because we have discovered, because I've been having a lot of health issues, which we're not going to go into, but um, turns out one of them is gluten intolerance, which makes eating at con so much fun. Yay! It's very hard to find cheap food now. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't mind burgers without buns. Um, I prefer my burgers without buns, so whatever. But Renee brings <laughs> out this chocolate cake, and I'm like, oh... You're like, it's so pretty, and I'm so sad. I can't eat it. And then they're like, it's flourless. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, I mean, it's not like pure gluten-free because it's probably been made around like gluten items, but it's flourless, so you're not going to like physically ingest gluten. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't celiacs because I only get sick if I physically eat glutinous items. Like, and it typically has to be, like, heavy on the gluten. So, like, breads, pastas, like... Glutinous is such a funny word. Glutinous. I don't even know <laughs> if that is a word, but it's, it's what comes to <laughs> I don't mind. Know. You know, so if I eat, like, a sauce that has gluten in it, like, I'm going to be fine. 
But if I tried to eat like regular cake, I would get very sick. Like that would just not be a thing. So I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. I don't have celiac disease because if you have celiac disease, like even if something like that has gluten touches your food, like you're you could like end up in the hospital. Like it's an extreme like autoimmune disease reaction. And it's very, very different than what I have. So I'm like, yes, I can eat that flourless chocolate cake. And I did. Excellent. And it was amazing. And, yeah. Anytime I've had flourless chocolate cake, it just like melts in your mouth. <laughs> it was so good. All that food was good. So um, Sky Pirate, because they're brilliant, sent our friend Kat to the grocery store because they have a fancy grocery store over there to like bring back like containers of food because they have like a ready-made like to-go station in the grocery store and it was brilliant so shout out to good evening cosplay for going and getting us food you are also the vip yes of the making sure we don't starve to death yes so now now you have all learned that the way into our hearts is to feed us. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> but we were able to get lunch and dinner by, like, getting stuff from this grocery store. Well, and we forgot about it in the car, but it was, like, 25 degrees outside. So I ate some for lunch today. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. Because I got home and I was like, oh, this is still in my bag. I ate it and it was delicious. And everyone's like, wow, that looks really good. And I'm like, it is. Um, we were also not prepared for how cold it was going to be in Minnesota. Not I mean, I checked the all. weather beforehand. I just, I don't, I wasn't happy about it raining on top of being windy. Okay, I was not prepared then because I did not bring anything warm enough for my person to Oops. be <laughs> with a high of 45 degrees. So detail. And then I get home and my heat's not working. Rude. So that was fun. And then your power went out. And then the power went out. Yep. And they couldn't do my dailies. On the way the power home went out. from your house, I had, it was luckily really close to home. I had one of those torrential downpours like we had on the way back from Colossal Con Ugh. the first time where you can't physically see out your window. Yeah, those are fun. So yeah, I was driving like 30 miles an hour on the interstate just hoping for the best. Right? Best you can do. But I did make it home and got baby snuggles before the executive producer went to bed. So it was a good evening. And then I crashed and passed out. Right? Because, yeah, I went to bed really early. I couldn't function anymore. I was like, I'm tired. It was good. So it was a it was a nice return to con going. Yeah. It was a good warm up. It was a good warm up. I felt really weird during like a lot of the con because I think this is the first con that I've gone and I haven't like worn something that I made. Yeah. So I feel like I was having a lot of that like, stop trying to steal my microphone, executive producer. He's going to unplug me. (laughs) Don't eat the microphone cord. He wants to eat the microphone cord. No. No, you cannot eat the cord. So I, uh, I I wanted to wear something, but I I really didn't have anything that I wanted to wear in my closet. So I ended up Amazoning a couple of like closet-ish cosplays off of Amazon. So I just bought pieces and ended up doing Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service. And then like the Hot Topic mall goth shock that I was talking about 
previously, and I got lots of compliments on both and felt like really odd the whole time. It was. I'm like, did somebody ask them to say that? Like, I was like, I had this conspiracy going through my head that it was like people like asked other people to say nice things to me. <laughs> it was really odd. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, calm down. <laughs> it was really weird when people would like see me in Ning Wong and be like, I like your Ning Wong. And my first thought is, but I didn't make it. So it's not I know. mine. I, I bought it from somewhere. But then I have to remember, well, this younger generation, it's not about whether or not you made it. You, the person, is making that cosplay into your version of that costume. So it's like, no, they like your full presentation of that character. It's it's the presentation of the characters that the costume itself. When they say, I like your Ning Wong, they're not saying, I like your costume. They're saying, I like your whole presentation of that character. And it's just something like, because it's very different from then the people who came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, I've been following your Oogie Boogie build on Instagram, which was weird to hear, by the way. <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how many people from Minnesota follow us, first of all. Well, I, I mean, we've been to a lot of Minnesota cons, so. But, you know, I had quite a few people come and be like, oh my gosh, it's so cool to see this in person. I love this costume. This build is so cool. And it's a very different energy from, yeah. like, the youngins who would be like, oh my gosh, I love your Ning Wong. And like, okay, I'm understanding how this works now. Okay. Yeah. And getting an, it's I'm very, understanding it's how very I'm different. supposed to do these compliments. Based on if they've made it or not. Okay. Because, like, we ran into a lot of other Genshin cosplayers and I started just doing, oh, I like your venti. You know, because I don't know if they made it or not. But at right. least either way, like, you know, because I hate asking, oh, did you make that? Because I don't want them to feel bad that they didn't. Yeah, I could see, especially if you're somebody that doesn't make costumes, like, that, especially with the amount of elitism, like, in part of the crafting community for cosplay like how that could come across as maybe not the way you intended it right so yeah but yeah no that was really weird and it it took me like mentally correcting myself like every time somebody talked to me about one of my costumes to be able to be like I can accept this compliment is face value like it's not a conspiracy (laughs) I mean it probably didn't help that I was standing there in a handmade costume as far as Oogie's concerned so Oh, well, I mean, that would have been Saturday, but I had the same thing on Friday, and uh, it was just really, it was really difficult for me in the beginning. I mean, it's, until I it's a talk change. myself off a ledge. We haven't been out and about in costume for quite a while. Also that. So. Well, and I think the other part of it, too, is, like, since our executive producer came along, like, I know I've gained some weight back, and I think that that does some stuff to my, like body image and self-esteem too so like that can also be a bit of a struggle especially in like that setting where you're around people and they're looking at you and commenting on your appearance that shock outfit was adorable though um it was super fun and i love that wig (laughs) that was oh yes um when you put that wig on my first thought was um ash should just color her hair like that they won't let me at work. <laughs> and that's really sad because that's an amazing color. It's like a smoky blue with like a dark blue underneath. And it was really pretty. It's so pretty. Well, and I want that like, I love that color because it's almost even a little like dark teal-ish <laughs> yes. underneath. But I, I've i always wanted to do like the, the denim, which is the silver with the blue. Yes. And I'm just like, I really wish I could do this in my life. <laughs> right? I mean... 
I just but my work my my workplace will throw a fit if I color my hair right. like unquote unquote unnatural colors. I mean, we've just discovered that I'm allowed to color my hair unnatural colors at work, so haha. I have co-work I have coworkers that have legitimately done it before and had to change it back. See, that was my fear. Um when I got mine, he has an opinion about this, right? though. That was my fear when I got mine done. So we went with something that would fade really quick so I could see what the reaction was. And then when the reaction was positive, I'm like, haha, doors are open. Haha, <laughs> floodgates. Yes. Yes. So by C2, I should have pink hair, ideally. Excellent. So <laughs> I approve of this message. Because I've always wanted that rose gold pink color. And my work had nothing bad to say about the, like, lavender silver that my hairdresser did my hair in, although that only lasted for, like, a few days, but we were going for, like, a faded color, so I think that's why she did it that way. Um, Because right now, it is a platinum blonde with, like, a silver undertone, Um, because the silver stuck around. So, yeah, that, but that was the first thing I thought when I saw that wig, I was like, that's a really good color on you. Your hair should be I that, love color. that color. It's also a good it should cut. be that color. It's also yeah, a cute it's really cut. Cute. It was like an A-line cut. It was cute. Um, I have tried to get that cut before, and my hair just does not like to cooperate. Mm. But to get my hair to do that in real life, I have to straighten it and then curl it. That sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work, and it doesn't curl. Like it's curly on its own, but right. like if I try to curl it after I straighten it, it gets angry. Yeah, that's fair. And of course, in true fashion, we took no photos. I have Kiki photos. Or you have Kiki photos because I took them on your phone. I have a couple, like, and I went through them and, like, of course, I'm, like, super derping in a couple of them. So I've got, like, a couple photos and then I have a couple of behind-the-scene photos of your Ning Wong shoot. But we even talked about the fact that we needed to take pictures over the weekend and they just didn't do it. We're really bad at this social <laughs> media thing, so hopefully we'll do better at C2 because I don't think we took a picture of your shock either. I do not have a picture and of it was shock, real no. cute, so... That's a little sad, actually, I now know. that we say that out well, loud. Maybe... I didn't even take a selfie of Shock, so... Maybe you'll just wear Shock at C2, then. Uh, maybe. Who knows? That might be a thing. Who knows? It was cute. It was fun to wear, so... It was super cute. And it was actually fairly comfortable. It was definitely the definition of mall goth um, hot topic early 2000s. Well, and whenever we get to the point where we... Um, if we ever get to the point where we can like not wear masks, I have magnetic like piercings for it too. Oh, fun! Um, so that's fun. I mean, like the the nose rings and like, the extra day earrings. we're gonna someday. get to a point where we don't wear them, and by then or, maybe I'll have compiled lock because I want to do Malgoth lock. Please and look like hot topic threw up on me. Yes. So join me. Yes. <laughs> join me. I want that to be a a thing with my plaid red pants and um band shirt of some sort that is Nightmare Before Christmas themed because I feel like that's what I need in my life. Um I feel like this is appropriate. Um yes. 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 I approve of this message. It would be adorable. Uh yeah. Yeah, we would. And then we'll just have to find someone to be barrel. Yes, we will con somebody into being Mogoth Barrel with us. Mogoth Barrel. Mogoth Barrel. It'll be great. Jax all the trick or treaters. Na, 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 na. We did that all weekend. We did it all it weekend. Was horrible. <laughs> you say horrible, but you don't mean horrible. I don't horrible. actually mean horrible. No. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, we had a good time. It was a nice, like, 
spark back into things. Yeah, it was, I mean, the drive was awful because it was long, but I mean, we have a restaurant we always stop at, and we ended up stopping on the way there and the way back. Well, it's really cheap. It's like halfway, and there's a gas station, so it's just convenient. So that broke up the drive, though, which was really nice. Um, It was also super awesome of Sky Pirate to get our badges for us, so we didn't have to wait in line. We didn't have to wait in any lines. Really awesome. So we just got to go and like have a chill weekend hanging out with friends and doing things that we love. And that was that was really nice. Getting up Sunday kind of was awful. Um, That was rough, but I was in better physical shape than I had expected. Uh, small victories. Yay. The arches of my feet were killing me and I didn't even wear bad shoes. So... That's going to be a problem, I think. As as you get older for con, you have to start thinking about things like how much impact the shoes you choose to wear are going to have on your body's, like, physical function later. Oh, yeah. Kiki's shoes were like, I was walking around on chipboard. Yeah. <laughs> That's so what it felt like. We're going to have to start looking at alternative shoes for a lot of costumes for con floor so that we don't, like, hurt ourselves and make it impossible for us to, like, drive back from the convention. It'll be fine. We got this. But it's all good. You know, overall, it was good. We did the thing. And now it was a we've great weekend. got about less than two months before we do the thing again. I know. It'll be good though. Yes. I'm um my I am ready. My bo- I was gonna say my body is ready, but I don't think I'm, my body is I'm ready. I'm mentally ready, my body is not ready. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We will be able to announce the cool things about C2E2 actually the day after this airs um, uh-huh. because it will be public. Joke's on you. You're going to have to tune back in for an update. Yep. You're going to have to tune in for an update that will probably post on Monday <laughs> so that you all know what's up for C2E2, but we do plan on being there all day Friday and all day Saturday and part of the day on Sunday. So definitely say hi to us when or if you see us. And yeah, overall, Anime Fusion, quality con, highly recommend. Good times were had by all. And now I think we're both going to crash and pass out (laughs) from day two of recovery. I'm going to continue to do chores and try to get shit done before I go to work tomorrow. I mean, that sounds like a solid plan. Um, again, thank you so much for joining us. If we met you this weekend, we are so glad that you decided to join us for the first time on the podcast. Again, I am Ash. I'm Mel. We are Lobby Cosplay. And this is Shit Cosplayers Say. You've been listening to Shit Cosplayers Say, an LVC production. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Podcast SCS. Our website is lavicosplay.com. Have a fun, crazy con or cosplay-related story, absurd cosplay question, or just something in general to share with us? Email us at podcastscs at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, just because you can doesn't mean you should.